Long live Chairman Mao. It was screamed at a fever pitch all over China, from study sessions in country fields to the party's beating heart in Tiananmen Square. Unleashing new terror, Mao had turned to young people, using slogans to speak directly to legions of newly empowered Red Guards. He directed them to wage war against any perceived critics, no matter who they might be. Anyone in authority, except Mao, any vestiges of the past could be deemed enemies of the people. One former Red Guard was interviewed by the BBC in 1989. We were all very loyal to Chairman Mao, who called on us to take part in this cultural revolution, to open fire on a handful of devils and demons and denounce the capitalists. I remember our political instructor was a woman. Half her hair was shaved off. Our teachers were often paraded through the streets and we make them chant, I'm a demon, I'm a devil, I'm guilty, I'm guilty, I deserve to die. That's the song and they had to sing it. And they all sang and whoever didn't, they got beaten up some very badly. We used our belts to whip them. Some people used sticks, and the girls joined in too. We also had a woman teacher who had a miscarriage after being beaten up. And the mother of this teacher was pushed over a bridge and fell to her death. Author Li Jiajiang was seven years old when her mother was targeted by the Red Guards. My mother was uh, just an ordinary worker, and she was criticized and she was locked up. I still remember one of my clearest memory. I was playing outside and then a bunch of people just ransacked our flat and my mother was taken away in a van and then she was locked up for a few months. And when she came back, she was really like a zombie and she was uh, beaten up and she was uh, deprived of sleep and she was forced to write confession. She was anti-revolutionary or things like that. And she said if not for us children, she would have wanted to kill herself. This violence was encouraged. And there was a slogan, to rebel is justified. So many people began to just causing trouble, try to overthrow their leader. Students denounced their teachers and beating up their teachers in the name of the making revolution. The Cultural Revolution was just a really crazy time. And amid the chaos and avalanche of slogans, old ideas, culture, thoughts and customs were denounced as counter-revolutionary. And all the while, the veneration of Chairman Mao reached new heights. Julian Pettifer visited China for the BBC in 1970. Everywhere, in the city streets and in the countryside, there are marching columns, marching and singing. Not only children on their way to school, but columns of workers, peasants, soldiers, marching and singing, in step, in tune, almost identically dressed. A nation apparently of one mind, apparently moving in one direction. We march forward together, they sing. Our guns are turned on our enemies. We are soldiers of iron. We have hearts of steel. We follow Chairman Mao. 
Over the gate of Canton's number 32 middle school, there are political slogans. On its walls, there are political slogans. Receive your re-education from the workers, peasants and soldiers, the children are told. Become successors of the proletariat. And, of course, a long life to Chairman Mao. Why does it matter to today's China? Think who these children grew up to be. It's worth remembering that the current leader, Xi Jinping, was a child at this time and his father was a victim. Xi's own experiences in the Cultural Revolution shaped his beliefs and ultimately that's had a profound impact on how he governs China. At that time, Xi Jinping was a teenager and his father, who is a senior party official, was being persecuted and sent to jail and his home was being ransacked by the Red Guards. Xi Jinping, at age 16, was sent to live in a rural village in Shanxi province that was extremely poor. It's shaped Xi's worldview in fundamental ways. The Cultural Revolution at that time was defined by Mao as a moment of mass democracy. The word democracy was used. And from Xi Jinping's perspective, obviously, that democracy is nothing like what we are used to in England. That democracy is associated with turmoil. From then on, he understands very clearly that um, democracy isn't for China. Since Western democracy isn't an option in Xi's mind, China must turn even more resolutely toward the one-party system. And that's continually relied on slogans. Chapter 6 Let some get rich first, 